0: The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations. You are listening to the podcast Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain. Dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian, I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guest. Hello, this is Robert Bain, and welcome back to Tea and Talk. Of course, you know this program, Tea and Talk, uh, was established to be a voice for the artists in this country Um, so we have a platform that we could discuss the things that uh, that concerns us the most and it is hoped that at the end of all of our podcasts our listeners will be a bit smarter I want to continue now with uh, a podcast the second part of a podcast uh, that was done with uh, Dr. Joanne Callender as we discussed um, her latest project um, on the life of um, Timothy Gibson uh, the gentleman that actually wrote the National Anthem of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas now I mentioned to you uh, that this podcast um, is coming from uh, Nassau Bahamas one of the islands of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. And uh, we, uh, we boast of having 700 islands and, um, and beautiful people, beautiful, friendly people. So uh, I invite you now to join me with a continuation.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we need help. Um, she needs help doing it. And I, you know, that it's, it's a needed, it's a, it's, I yep. think I think we need to do more of this, and I hope that you, by you doing this and starting this, there are other things. Other persons will decide that this needs to happen. The kids today don't know of Timothy Gibson. No. The kids today don't know of Elo Penley.
1: They don't know of Kayla. They
0: don't know of Kayla. No. They don't know of of the persons. They don't. Yeah, it's Clement sad. Baffle, um, Winston Saunders. But who's at fault for that? Huh? We are, I guess. We are at fault for yeah. that. Yeah. We are, we are, we are, we're not going to blame anybody for it yeah. and uh, we're gonna blame ourselves yes. you know um, but uh, the arts I always for everybody but persons that know me they know I've spent a lifetime in the arts so as Joanne has spent a lot of, a lifetime in the arts and uh, you know it's we, we we would like to see a bit more mm-hmm. a bit a, a bit more we like to see a bit more attention given to it it's it's important I think any country that's serious about Developing their country, yes, will invest highly in
1: in the That's arts. right. That's right.
0: You know, um, it's when people come to this country, uh, they don't want to see what they've left back in their country. no, and they
1: don't want to eat it or drink they it. They don't want to eat it
0: or drink it. That's right. That's they want. To, they want something that is that it, that's Bahamian. Yes. And uh, why can't we have a Bahamian opera? Okay, we've had Sammy Swain, we've had our boys, some of those other things, but people, persons, should want to come here. To see Bahamian operas sang by our, our singers, like yes, Diane, and there are other opera singers out there who are amazing. Yes, you and
1: know. and also on um, what Philip Burroughs and Nico Bethel they are doing at the amazing. Dundas, it's amazing. It's amazing, and the tourists you see the Dundas, they're in the black box presently, mm-hmm. which I weep about. But when they get back into the theater, hopefully it will be expanded as something that's really impressive, especially for tourists. And I think that the government needs to make some sort of arrangement with the hotels to have their people exposed to our culture by busing them to the Dundas and other places where we have Bahamian talent Uh, exposed and on display for them.
0: People, the Dundas need help. They, they, they're they having issues with that theater, and it's the only one that we have that we can call our own. Mm. And um, Philip and Nico needs help down there. They are moving. Yes. They're they are into the black box theater now, but they need to get that theater up and running. And they've they been begging for funds. I know they've been asking. Yes. And, and people need to come up with that money. Be, we, I mean, we know you got it right in your pocket. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, yeah. um,
1: grandson right. there are people just waiting to put monies behind something like that because they are, their productions are first class. First class. I have seen Broadway productions. Yes. In person. Yes. And the stuff that they did, I saw, I forget the name of it. It was Nego's, I am so sorry, Nego, I don't remember the name of, she wrote it. It was, I could not even guess what was coming next. Right. It was one of those things. It was brilliantly written and acted out. It was fabulous. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we have everything right here. Yeah. We just need the people with the funds mm. to perhaps, you know, sow into what we are doing with our times. I have to mention my uncle, my very famous uncle, George Moxie. He was also a well-known pianist. He was also a radio personality, and he wrote a column in the newspaper. I think it was a Guardian Yes, I remember. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. And he wrote it, and any time there was any kind of concert or anything, he would go and he would write about it. He would attend them all if he could. And that's my mother's brother. What was his nickname? Oh, Bubba, God bless. God bless. God bless. <laughs> the family called him Bubba. I yeah. knew him as Uncle Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but he was called God Bless God because that's, that's right. what he always said. Yeah. And he was this short person. Yes, I remember him. But this person had such personality and power. And guess what? He went to Jamaica to study. And he lived there for quite a few years. And he was a star in Jamaica. He was a radio personality. Everybody knew him in Jamaica. And he made a decision to come home because he wanted to build his country up, you know? Mm -hmm. And he did some of that. So that really came, that trickled. He was a pianist. He taught Mommy. And Mommy became who she was. And their mother used to have productions right here in Bain Town. She used to have Easter, Christmas Mm -hmm. productions. And so it it has trickled down, you know, from the great grand to the grand. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. It's a wonderful it's thing. It's a wonderful thing, yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. So back to Mr. <laughs> Mr. Gibson. Um, yes. Um, are there any persons, other persons around that he has taught that you can think of? Other um, than his grandson?
1: Not. I'll tell you, when because I started this, and I am so happy. I started this in 2005, and I joined forces with the counselors, with Joan Albrey, who was a great help to me. And we interviewed people like Charles Carter, Sir um, Arthur Hanna, Arlington Butler, Um Dr. Patrick Roberts, whose father was Timothy Gibson's best friend. Mm -hmm. And there's a story that I'll tell about in the documentary film about them discussing the national anthem and the lyrics that he wanted to write. And being so, hey, they were both smart people. And Patrick Roberts, Dr. Roberts said, he just sat on the porch whenever um, Timothy Gibson came over to visit his dad. He would just sit on the porch and hide and listen because he learned so much. Just listening to their conversation. Catching Gap Seed. I'm telling you, but good gap seed. <laughs> good gap seed. And the thing about it, he said what was so funny is Mr. Gibson would walk to hail his dad. And then his dad would walk Mr. Gibson back home because they didn't live that far. Mm-hmm. He'd walk him back home, they'd stay there and talk a while, he supposed, and then when he looked, Mr. Gibson walked his dad back home. <laughs> and so they did that because they were besties. Yeah. You know, and they were two intellectual men yeah. and both men who had a passion for a better Bahamas yes. in the future for generations to come and to see what they could do and what what foundations they could lay in the educational system so that it could take the nation forward for generations. Wow. And so he was, Timothy Gibson, in preparing, and in his books, I'll probably, um, you'll see them in the documentary film. I'll show a few pages where Mr. Gibson actually took his time to write the lyrics, and he would put words on different pages, like he would write maybe 50 words in in all sorts of directions to choose the right one. Because one of the things I'll say, should I say it? One of the things he said that he wanted for his nation, for us always to strive to continue to be excellent, but he said to his best buddy, I don't know how to put be excellent in a national anthem <laughs> without it being offensive. Right. And then he went away, and when he came back, he came up with, can you guess?
0: Till the road you've trod, no? Pledge to Excel. Pledge to Excel. There. Yes. That would be my next one. Through
1: love and That's unity. That's right. And he was so pleased when, of course, he blamed God for everything because he his favorite book was the Bible. Mm-hmm. And um, he... He constantly, he liked Handel's Messiah. That was his favorite ah, piece yeah. of music, work. And he always wanted to do the best and be the best and paint the country in the best light, you know, and pick up the culture. Because for somebody who wrote March on Bahama Land and then turned around and wrote "Hudat say Houdat when I say "Hudat," ah. talking about two people walking down the road in the night and they hear sounds and they say hurat and then this whisper comes back Hudat. and they said it was a ghost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he wrote it it's a funny piece he wrote a couple re- of those i
0: remember that song from uh, from the institute of the arts um many years ah, yes, ago yes kayla yeah yeah, kayla, yeah. 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 singing that my, my brother, i never knew he wrote it yeah well my brother came I, this was a year that my brother came to nassau to spend time with me uh, and he went to the, and that's the one song he remembers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: We'll wait until you hear the version that's going to be in the documentary yes, film. I'm
0: sure it's going to be amazing. Oh yeah. I'm 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 really looking forward to it. I um, you know, I just think that we need to. I know Bahamians are writing. Some Bahamians are writing. Yes. Um, but I would want Bahamians to, to hear of Bahamians that are writing more history. Yes. Yes. Um, Po- poetry is amazing. I mean, I have gotten into writing poetry. Uh I never knew I could do por- write any poetry.
1: Okay.
0: Um but um
1: the pandi- dance is poetry in motion. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes it is. <laughs> yes, it. yes,
0: yes, but you know but, but the pandemic brought out a lot of, yes. uh, of additional skills of that course. I didn't know I had, you mm-hmm. know. But I would I would really love behemians to to really take a, a liking if I could say that word, to writing more of our history mm-hmm. uh, because I think so much of it is is, is missing. Um, there are so many persons that that live and die and nobody remembers them. I know. Right? I know. Um, and the only way to fix that if we start writing. I know persons are doing, uh, documenting. My book, of course, um, because I had that thought in my head of, of living persons coming into this world and contributing and and leaving and all of a sudden nobody there's nothing not even a piece of paper that says that's right with a picture with a picture i know you know so i figured well you know um i had to fix that but um i would love to just to 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 see that happen because this country has a has some very has a rich rich history um and if you if, if you dig long enough you will be impressed yes if you dig long enough That's right. you will you will be amazed yes shocked um, actually i mean how many people know that that um um the person that wrote the Black National Anthem is
1: is Bahamian. Is
0: Bahamian or Bahamian roots. Yes. Uh I mean the only person we know about is Sidney Poitier, and but there are others. Um and and Calvin Lockhart. And Calvin Lockhart. Ragged Island, uh, right there you go, right? <laughs> yes. You know, so there are all these Bahamians, uh, mm-hmm. uh, um Bert Williams. That's right. You know, Bert Williams who 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 made uh God, who was like who pioneered things on Broadway and in movie. And, and, in, and in movies. Yes, yes. Born right here in St. Matthew's Parish. Isn't that something? Yeah. And so we don't, we don't, you know, we don't think that is important, but the world thinks it's important.
1: Yes. You know, Joseph Spence. I was just going to say that I don't want to touch Fred Ferguson's information. No. But I personally went into, I think it's Virgin Records in London, and I saw the whole section on At Joseph Spence. Same here. And I was totally freaked out i said oh my god and apparently they it's they they have a lot of purchases of his stuff yes and i've my mom of course she had a vinyl of joseph spence because she basically she tapped into everybody at the time who was a musician, and um, so I knew these people, right? Um, Blind Blake, Mm -hmm. my mother knew him personally. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to stop by his house to say hello, because he lived next door to our bestie at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, and then Charlie Adamson, people don't even know that name, I call that, he was a guitarist, Mm -hmm. and he used to sit and play his guitar on Blue Hill Road on the right-hand side, just after you pass the old post office, That gas station that used to be there, mom used to drop my dad there some Saturdays and he would have his guitar and he'd be playing and singing Bahamian stuff Mm -hmm. and his own tunes. He was excellent. And my mom knew him. Nobody's ever heard of him. And so we have to go looking for these people because my passion and my dream, as you know, Robert, is to start something... um, a hall, it, it isn't a hall of heroes, but it, it is of our cultural icons in the nation. I'm gonna do the singers. You could do the dancers, but I'm gonna do the singers. And we have to have it someplace like near Bay Street, on Bay Street, so that we, the tourists can have access and we could have access, you know. And let's, let's do something on all of the cultural icons going all the way back as far as we can into 18-whatever. Because Timothy Gibson was born in 1903.
0: Listen, I found a picture of a Baintown Bain fire dancer in 18-something. Ah, yes. And I was like, really?
1: Yes. You know? Yeah. So
0: our history is deep. And I think Nassau is rich with it. It's If you dig... Deep enough, mm-hmm. you're gonna find a lot of things here in Nassau, yes. right? And I mean, so, 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 so the family Island. so of course, know, especially Can uh, you know, Island, hello, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah, yeah, the singers, yeah, a lot of singers yeah, come, but the know, groups, yeah, you know. So I mean, there are lots of things. So yeah, but um, John, this John, this has been like uh, amazing. I, maybe <laughs> we, we could talk about this all day because hey, you and I when we talk we can talk for yeah we do talk yeah, a while yeah we talk a while because we have, we a, have a passion for a pa- our
1: future connecting c- sorry our our past the history of our people who are in the arts connecting with the future via us right now yes and yes. and that's a, something we have a passion for everybody doesn't but we have to do something about it I don't want I
0: don't want us to get lost we yeah. we are we Listen, uh, I saw something recently. Um, the astronauts say they go into space, and that they had to recommend one place yeah. in this whole universe Isn't that awesome? of places to visit or place to go, would be the Bahamas. Yes, I believe when Pastor Miles say, "God lives here," I believe. We that. believe it now. I believe it. Yeah, the
1: stuff that's being that's been revealed mm-hmm. now with what's in the bottom of our waters and yes. we're the tongue of the ocean, which means we are the ones that are supposed yes. to speak to the rest of the world. All the stuff they're discovering that another world is down there. And it's like, where did this suddenly come from? Yeah. We have such wealth. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go I get ahead. excited. No, that's all right. Get, get excited. Get excited. No, they need to hear this. Yeah. People,
0: people need to hear this because we're... I don't know. People realize how special we are. <sighs> no, uh, they don't. But Bahamians are amazing. I think we're the smartest people in, in the whole entire world. I mean, and, and, <laughs> unique. And, and, and I say... <laughs> Entire, because that's what we say when we want to make sure that people understand. <laughs> what We say the whole and entire. Yes, exactly. Every day. Yeah, yeah. You can't. No, but I know. I I just believe that Bahamians are are just amazing people, and yes. I think there's there's so much to offer, and I think given the given the chance, you know, we can only. I mean, we could excel in many different ways other than sports and, and mm-hmm. you know we can uh, excel in in literature and dance and as a matter of fact I'm taking one of I just took a group of dancers to Chicago this uh, summer they had a great time because I need to stop you need to start exposing those kids I don't know what what will become of them I don't know you know they those kids are going to be doctors and lawyers mm-hmm. but um I'm going to talk to a, 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 my next podcast is a oh. student of mine, San Ann's, oh. her name is Sarah Kroll. She lives in, in California. And um, she went to, to college, got all the degrees and stuff like that, but she wanted to experience what it would be like to be an artist. Oh, wow. And she went, and she was successful. She was what? amazing. So I'm, I'm talking to her this week where we're doing a, a podcast. And so I'm taking a student away to Orlando in a couple of weeks because I, and it's one of my, Re- one of my babies came here at three, and she's amazing. And I think I need to put her, uh, just put her in the right place so that people can see her. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so I want to hear that there's a Bahamian ballerina I mean, we have Courtney, uh, but I want more of them. I yes. want more, more, and I want to hear more singers, yes, more, them, yes. more musicians, because Bahamians—we have that talent. They we do, and we just people just need to understand that we we are just as good as anybody else around here. Now, I'm—I just picked up this wonderful um, album. Yes, it talks about Dr. Johan Calendar, University of British Columbia honorary degree ceremonies, May 30th. I. Right? 2023. Mm-hmm. John, they, these pictures are just amazing. Thank you. I'm um, looking at this. Tell us about this, this, this beautiful, this experience.
1: It it was like people said surreal. It was as if I said when when I, when I first got the phone call, they actually called the um, music. Oh goodness! Anyway, they called the NASA Music Society. Apparently, they've, they looked it up somehow online because they, will they have people that do this. They have something like 7,000 people that work in that university. Okay. Mm. The university is number three in the entire Canada. Number three. Not whole and entire. Ooh, the entire <laughs> of Canada. Okay. Hello. And um, it's like I think in the early 40s, like 40, 41 in the world, one of the top schools. And so I, I had to look it up, and I was very impressed. And I said, oh, my gosh, for me? And they said, yes. And, you know, they told me they would be communicating with me in the coming days. And I I was just shocked because I'm on Facebook. There are people apparently that know, and there are people who thought that I would be a worthy candidate for something like this. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't told anything about it. I know the process Mm -hmm. involved others, Mm -hmm. several others, and um, I was chosen. And it was when they told me, I was totally amazed. And um, they told me I would have to come to Vancouver to collect the doctorate and that I would, you know, they, they gave me a place to go and look so I could see what the ceremony was like. So I would know what I have to do ahead of time. And when I got there, Robert, this Vancouver, where the school is, it took 15 minutes to enter the property. And 15 minutes (laughs) later, after driving nonstop, Mm -hmm. we exited. That's how huge this university is. Yes. And the trees, I have to say something about the trees. I said I would, ta- I would talk about the trees. They were green, and they were the tallest trees I've ever seen, I think, in my life. Okay. And I've been quite a few places. They were tall. They were really, really tall. And everybody, I was so impressed and so honored to be there. And it turns around, they were so honored to meet me. And they wanted to know about the Bahamas. But, of course, you know, I took gifts. Mm -hmm. I took three gifts for the three doctors at the head of the area, Mm -hmm. and um, everything was Bahamian. Everything Mm -hmm. was Bahamian made, art, music, poetry. I took Bahamian gifts, and they were just so, they were shocked uh, that I would bring them a gift. That's our nature. Isn't it something? And when I entered that night, when I entered the, the, the auditorium, it was... It's bigger than anything we have here. It was humongous. And they had, I think they had eight graduating classes of over 200 kids each graduating. So I had to choose a day that I wanted them to present me with my doctorate. And I just chose that day and then the afternoon. And I decided, I said, you know what? I'm going this far. Um, Most of the people, the kids who are going to be in the graduating class, in sitting in the auditorium because they you, they honor the doctorate first then they they give the kids their um their degrees and i said you know they have never heard me sing before x y and z i said okay i'm gonna sing a little piece of something i'm gonna talk I wrote down my speech because we had a time limit. I watched watched it. um, Yes, you did, didn't you? I keep sending you photographs. (laughs) Yes, you did. Thank you. Yes. You're such a good friend, Robert. And I did my talk and then I took a breath, cleared my throat, and then I sang the end of You'll Never Walk Alone. And the president of the university was a woman. Is. she still a woman. And she came to me when I sat down. They they were clapping, and the other guy who robed me, um, Dr. Gage, they were totally blown away, and their response, it shocked me because they described my voice and it being so warm. And apparently, Dr. Gage said that my voice and my singing, the technique is so incredible. It's something that people work all their lives to sound like and to be and I did it so effortlessly. <laughs> and, you know, and I wanted to say, yeah, I'm a Bahamian. That's why. <laughs> I was so proud wow. of who I am and where I came from. Because they talk about the warmth of my voice. And that comes because of the warmth that I'm surrounded with. A little hot now, but mm-hmm. the warmth, you know, of the waters. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. It, this, yeah. is,
0: this, this building is humongous. It I mean, is I'm, massive. I'm looking at the stage area where all the, that, that dome thing is. Yes. Isn't just, that fabulous? It's, it's, I mean, the building is just lofty.
1: Yes. It was, everything was so impressive that it actually, it made me feel, like, really, this is an honor, and I know this is about God's work in my life and what I am to do in terms of bringing the past and connecting it to the future. I know this is all about qualifying me and people seeing that, okay, she's Dr. Calendar, She might have something interesting to say. Why don't you listen to her and support her? Because I am determined to make sure that the cultural icons that I knew as a child and growing up, that the people, my grandchildren, and my, grand, my grandsons are twins, David and Daniel are 13, and the baby is 11. And they are already singing and playing the piano and harmonizing, and nobody taught them any of that. Really? They're already doing that. And I want them to be able to stop and tell anybody, anywhere, when they travel, Timothy Gibson wrote the National Anthem. And some of our greatest singers was my grandmother, Joanne Callender, and Kayla Edwards, who was one of her cultural heroes. Ah, absolutely. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. And you know, these are the stories. Yeah. We have to tell the stories in a way where the next generation. Wouldn't mind repeating and wouldn't mind reading it or watching it, which is why I'm taking such pain to pains, actually, to make sure that this documentary film is done in a way where my vision is for the children to be bussed to fusion theater and have several several classes of children from the different schools come to see the documentary film. And I don't want them to have their cell phones out. I want them for the first time to want to put the cell phone down because what they're seeing on the screen is so magnificent and so amazing. They just can't take their eyes off it. And so I'm going to great lengths to do it technically correct in terms of would we use to in the document in the music videos that I do I want to I actually have to construct a few places and i'm I'm choosing locations, especially for the national anthem. I am choosing four locations in particular, which please I need the funds for it because you know it costs but four locations in the family islands that just happened to be where Timothy Gibson was principal, and it just happened to have landmarks. Okay, And so I am looking and I've found some places where it's not often filmed. And so when these children come and they hear me sing the national anthem and they hear the orchestra accompanying me and they hear the five-point few choirs that backing, are backing me and they hear this massive sound of power and strength that moves any person, and then they see this visual, I want them to jump up screaming and shouting that they are so happy that they were born Bahamian, Mm -hmm. and they have Bahamian Mm -hmm. citizenship. That is what I want. I want there to be a spirit of patriotism birthed into the heart of every young person that is able to understand what that means, and the older person, I want that birth in them anew, like it's never, I don't know if it's happened before, I cannot say, but I want it anew in their hearts so that we could know who we are and we could understand what the words actually mean finally, because the people who knew Mr. Gibson and I will tell the story from what he wrote about what he meant in the national anthem. Yes. So there'll be no doubt in their hearts what our anthem actually means. I love it. That's mm. my joy. They yeah, will
0: listen. I could, I could feel the passion, my <laughs> friend. I
1: could feel always.
0: it. You know, I can feel. We always. We always do that. No, we I, always. We, oh, we do, I eat, I, drink, and sleep Yeah. Yes. We 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 inspire each other. Well, this has been uh, uh, an amazing. Uh, amazing day! It, it's like I say, it's raining out there. Uh, yeah. I think it stopped a little bit. Eh? Yeah, it did but I asked it too? Yeah, yeah, you asked <laughs> it. I asked it too. Amazing. Yeah. But um, this, like I said, this podcast is uh, is emanating from Nassau, Bahamas, um, mm-hmm. one of the islands of the Bahamas. You know, there we boast of seven hundred of them. Uh, and uh, we kind of tiny because we're right in the middle. Uh, my friend Arlene call it uh, "girl in the ring," uh, <laughs> uh, brown girl in the ring, uh, which is which is amazing because we're 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 we are surrounded by by America and Cuba and all the other islands, and we're right there. Yeah. But we we are a blessed nation, and we have very gifted, talented, amazing person's here and um, and again you know we need um, Joanne needs support for this project um, she needs lots and lots of, of support um, and I've known of this project for quite a long time and she's been working at it and uh, like I said this stuff doesn't happen without, uh, without the public's help and we know where the money is and like I said earlier like my pastor say it's right in your pocket so, <laughs> so give her a hand and uh, we need a hand here too you know and uh, last thing um, my book uh, Profiles of the Hamian Dance the Dance and the Dancers uh, we can be doing a release in November so the date yet I'm not sure of the date but just trying to make sure we have a, a location that we we're happy with and um so that it's done it's here on the island it's in my hands mm-hmm. um and i'll be posting something shortly all right so um thank you for listening to tea and talk joanne thank you so much for mm-hmm. for coming on today my pleasure. And we're gonna do this again because okay. <laughs> because we need to, to 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 just just keep track of the progress of the the documentary and anything yes. else that we can actually share because all this information is important to, to, to the next generation. Yes. Yeah. Many generations Many to generations come. Many generations to come, yeah? Yes. So, you know, until until next time, you know, you're listening to Tea and Talk and I'm Robert Bain with Joanne Callender. You're listening to the podcast Tea and Talk. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations